Ooh, that's a Jeff Jones special right there. God damn. Jeff and Tom, Bad Conversation Podcast. We are back. We're taking a week off here and there. It's summertime. Weather's beautiful. Got shit to do. We are back this week with a whole new episode. And I will be on vacation next week, so we will not be here to entertain you with our with our uh, escapades, if you will. If you get a second, I'm going to need you to head over to our uh, Facebook page. Posted a video on there today of this piece of shit robbing a carryout of all their cigarettes in Brooklyn, New York. And it's with great pleasure <laughs> for me to watch this video and watch that store clerk beat the living fuck out of that guy with that fucking, with that stick. Unfortunately. The low, woke liberalism douchebags. Mm-hmm. It's coming around to bite them in the ass. Oh, yeah. This country's getting tired of it. You oh, yeah. better hear me, people. But the sad thing is that fucking those guys will be prosecuted. And I hope there's a legal defense fund set up and I will be donating I, to it. And, and I said, you know what? If I was those guys, I'd be like, bring it on. Bring it on. I'd Prosecute. Be, I'd beat them again. Yep. You know, it, it's really sad when you're seeing all these stories that store owners, especially the like the big wigs, like the Walmart and stuff like that, are saying, let them go. Yeah. Let them go. What? So you're basically saying, come on in, take what you want, get the fuck out. You know why? And hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. It's sad that people who work there care more about your shit than you do. Did you see the guy this week? He's been floating, actually like the last two weeks, he's been floating around doing interviews where he literally didn't even touch someone. He was a, he was a, uh, he worked at um, some type of store and he watched these guys in their cart go Bring, fill the cart up and walk right to their car and unloading. And he's just filming, just filming, saying, geez, guys, really? Yeah. It's not that bad out there. I mean, you could basically get a job. You don't have to steal. And he didn't even touch these guys, just filming. And then he filmed the license plate so they could get these guys. And guess what happens? Fucking he gets fired. Yeah. He gets fired. For just filming them taking shit. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? It's, well, it's unreal. We've allowed our our system, our laws, and our... To be overrun with fucking morons. Who are more concerned with the perpetrators than they are the victims. Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody comes in your store, or hell, even your house, and robs you. You protect yourself and your property, and then you're held accountable for it. Yeah, you go to jail. Yeah. You get sued. Yeah, and what happens to the vict- What happens to the perpetrator? Nothing. Who's victimizing you? Right. Not a goddamn thing. Yeah. Because the perpetrator is now the victim. Yeah. When the truth is, you're still the victim. Now you're the victim in multiple ways. You're the victim because you've been violated. 
You're the victim because you've been now persecuted. You're the victim because you have a stigma attached to you now. And it's costing you hundreds of thousands, maybe in dollars, maybe millions to represent yourself and to protect yourself from going to prison, to protect your family and the very belongings that you've worked for your entire life. Right. It's crazy to me. I don't understand it a bit. It's it's literally insane. This country's it, this country is fucked. It reminds me of the old Married with Children episode where Al beat that intruder. Remember the intruder took him to court? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And one. Yeah. And one. <laughs> he beat me into an inch of my life. <laughs> yep. But that's when that's when Christina Kelly mm-hmm. came. She was blind, remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is sad. It is sad to see what's happening. But I still like the fact that you still have people saying, I don't give a fuck. These people ain't doing this shit in front of me. I'm going to beat the shit out of them. Fuck them. You yeah. know, prosecute me. Yeah. You know, I'll get a good ass lawyer because there are still lawyers out there are going to be like, fuck that shit. Yes. I'm going to back you up. I will take this on and yeah. we will win for you. Yeah. Because there are good ones out there. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And, 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 and God bless those men, um, for what they did. And, um, I have a feeling that, because it's apparently, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe I read today that it's a 7-Eleven franchise. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet that 7-Eleven will pull their franchise from them because of this. I could be wrong, but I'm willing to bet that's what happens. Either way, I think a lot of people are standing up for that. Uh, there was a, I was sent a video. Uh, I knew somebody who was just in New York recently, and... um she sent me a video that luckily she didn't run into, but these um, civilians stopped this guy from getting away. He had just plowed through a group of pedestrians by the 9-11. This just happened just in the last couple of days. Ran his car through a group of pedestrians by the 9-11 memorial and then got out of the car and started running and they weren't letting that motherfucker go. Now, did did he do this because it was an accident, or was he doing it on purpose? That I don't know about. Oh, okay. That I don't know about. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. Weird. But, yeah, they showed uh, the video. It showed that him running. These people are like, uh-uh, fucking grabbed his ass. Good for them. Dude, that's exactly what I said. So why are you running? So you either did it on purpose, or you're... You should know, have been driving in the first place because you fucking... You did, probably didn't have a license, or, 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 or you're or, there illegally, or... Yes. Something's going on. You got warrants. You right. Yeah. We'll just run for no reason. Because if I did that, oh my God, I'd be devastated. I would get out. I would try to help as many people as I could. Right. You know, but hey, it is what it is. Right. Right. This is, hold on. I'm not even turned up. Oh, wait. In honor of Vinny and Dime this week, on Liquid Metal all week, Thursday to Thursday, um, they've been honoring Pantera. That's all you heard, 24-7 for seven days straight. But the cool thing about it is they were also doing covers, people doing covers of Pantera, Pantera Live, um... Their side bands that they were all part of. They were playing a lot of their stuff. 
But I thought the cool thing was when they were doing see Vinny and Dime, they had a jukebox that they personally owned and they had their own personal favorite songs on there. And so Vinny's girlfriend, God, I cannot remember her name to save my life, but she's pretty famous, pretty well known. People probably know who I'm talking about. I can't think of her fucking name. Um, but she sent the guys from Liquid Metal like songs that they had on that jukebox. And I heard everything from country to Skinnerd to heavy metal to just rock like like they were big Van Halen fans, uh, big Kiss fans. That's actually why they got into metal uh, and music. But it was so cool. That's all I've heard. Nonstop. And today it ends. And I'm devastated. <laughs> I am. I I just knew that I could always turn that turn that page or that channel on and I'm like, fuck yes. Oh my god. It's been amazing. So I fucking miss them guys. I, I really wish I could justify the money going to see Pantera today. Because I know a couple people who have, and they've posted about it. And they said they are fucking phenomenal. They put on such a great show. Zach Wilde does a great, great... Um, uh, uh, he fills in great for uh, Dime. And then Charlie, who used to be drummer for Anthrax, is fucking killing it in place of Vinny. And of course, Rex and Phil are just doing their thing but it's fucking amazing but man yeah, I just had to show show some love for Vinny and Dive because Pantera is fucking amazing I fucking love them I'll still never forget their goddamn when I went and seen them their Far Beyond Driven tour Atelier Sports Arena and Sepultura and Biohazard opened up for them oh my god that's probably one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to and the wild thing about it was, if I remember correctly, it was on a Sunday afternoon. I remember it started at like fucking four for some reason. And because we got there super early, it was hot as fuck. It was like 95 degrees out that day. So, you know, the sports arena was just, Eesh. yeah, you know, Eesh. you know how it was back in those Eesh. days and the concert days <sighs> and on a hot day. But you know what? That was the sports arena. That's what made it great. It didn't matter all general admission, you just go in and it's a free-for-all. And that's why I always thought that that was the best place to see a show. It was great. I, I loved it. Absolutely. Dirty and dingy. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Uh, so, I had to ask you about this. Uh-huh. So, we're still doing the, the the boxing on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I already paid for it. Good. So I was going to do it in my living room. I'm like, why the fuck would I be doing it in my living room? I'm right. In the garage. Right. The I'm like, oh, I got to move the couch in there. So I got some extra seating. And I'm like thinking, I'm fucking retarded, dude. Didn't, why Why would you even think that? I don't know. I was, I already moved the table out. And I was like, oh, I need some help moving this. And Brandon's like, why are you doing the house? I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to do it? She's like, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I'm fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was going to ask you, did you see Jake Paul's untold story that was just released on Netflix? No. Watch that. Okay. I actually have a lot of respect for him. 
Yeah. It's amazing. I, I didn't realize what he is. I mean, I've heard about his past, you know, uh, matches that he's done, you know, with a couple of the UFC guys and with Tommy Fury. But I really didn't know. Like, I didn't pay attention. Like, who the fuck pays attention to Logan and fucking Jake Paul? Yeah. You know? Well, millions of people. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, but I got you. for yeah, the yeah, most yeah, part, yeah. I have no clue. Yeah, we're old. So. Now, I know for a fact that Logan, you know, Logan is in WWE. He's a wrestler. Yep, right. And he actually is really fucking decent. Uh, yeah, I hear. I've watched him. I don't watch WD at all, but I, I hear he's really I've good. I've watched a couple of his matches, and I was actually pleasantly surprised on how fucking good he was. I was like, I've seen wrestlers who've been in here two years that hasn't been as good as him. And so he was really great. But then I, as I watched this um, behind the scenes of Jake... And they basically told the story of him and how he grew up, how he became famous, and how he became hated. And then he got into boxing. I was like, wow. And let me tell you, this guy is the one who has revived boxing. Boxing was a dying sport. And you'll see it if you watch this. Yeah. You know what? I I don't necessarily disagree with that. Yeah, because there was... Who watched... Only only boxers that was even remotely relevant that anybody paid attention to was Tyson Fury and De- Deontay Wilder. Wilder. And, that, well, and you got uh, the little black dude. What's his name? Um, the little tiny dude who's undefeated. Mayweather? Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, but he hasn't been around for a while. He was doing charity matches and all that bullshit. I mean... But he hasn't been in a real fucking boxing match. Nothing to where, like, oh, I got to see that. I think the last one I that he was in that I wanted to see, which what I did see, the Conor McGregor, which was still a great match, yeah. even though that I don't know about. But anyway, but Jake Paul is the one who's actually brought boxing mat, boxing back. Mike Tyson even said he's like, this guy's unreal. Yeah, he's a fucking promoter, like you wouldn't believe. He and as I watched this. I watched what he what he does and what he is. He's like in the he's like the WWE. He plays. He he's the supervillain. He's the guy that starts the shit. He puts on that promotion. He gets those people riled up. He does that because mm-hmm. he he knows this is what brings in the money, and it's all a fucking showmanship. Yeah. That's part of the business. Yeah. That's why these guys wanted to fight him. That's why he gets these guys in there. But he's actually really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're. Sh- I was shocked as I watched this, and I forgot he was. What is he up till to now? Until, until he fights Nate Diaz, six and one, I think it six is. Six and one. And I'll tell you what. And the only fight he's lost was to a real boxer. Yeah. Which was uh, 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 Tyson Fury's brother. Um, I think it not his, his son. I think his it's, brother. His brother is the brother. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that was a split decision. It I was. Remember. Yeah. And actually. And, and, and Fury was expected to wipe the floor with him. Yeah. And he didn't. Right. And if I remember correctly, when I watched this show, Tommy didn't knock Tommy him down. Tommy Fury. That's it. Yeah. Tommy didn't knock him down. He he fought better. But Jake actually knocked him down once. He knocked him down once in that yeah. fucking, in that whole fight. So everybody thought, oh, shit. Oh shit! Is this guy actually might might? But Tommy fought better. 
Uh, but still, he still held his ground, man. Yeah. And I will give Jake Paul some credit for reviving boxing. But for me, what really revived boxing, and here's the irony of it. What killed boxing was the UFC. Oh, dude, they okay. still are. And I don't like the UFC. I don't either. I think what I don't like about the UFC is the is the submission part of it. If you go out there and you beat the fucking shit out of each other, I love it all day long. When you start getting into this fucking chokeholds and fucking and and grappling and you're putting people out, I lose total interest in it, right? You got lucky and got on somebody's back and choked the shit out of them. Whoop the fucking do. That's not badass. I got kind of a pussy way out for me. Whatever. But the irony for me is the same people who killed boxing, which the UFC, are part of the same reason that boxing roared back. When you had these UFC fighters come into boxing and boxing, the Conor McGregor's, the the uh, Dia, uh, uh, Anderson Silva. And what's crazy is <laughs> these boxers kick the living shit out of all these UFC people. Because what I just said, anybody can go in there and fuck choke shit out of each other, right? But when you want to come down to fighting, fighting, it's a whole other game. It's a whole other game. And these UFC people can't compete with the boxers on a, on a consistent basis. And that's exactly what Jake Paul did to these guys. So to me, the irony is just overwhelming how it's like a full circle and the same thing that fucking killed it, the same thing that revived it. Fucking Jake Paul knocked the fuck out of a couple of these UFC yeah. fighters. Tyrone Woodley. He beat fucking Anderson Silva, one of the greatest UFC right. fighters in the history of the world ever. Tyrone Woodley. He knocked him yeah. the fuck out, dude. Yeah. Flat out. Was he him. a fighter or was he a football player? No, he was a he was a UFC guy. Was he? Okay. Yeah. You know, no, he did fight Nate Robinson, who was a basketball guy. I was it. Knocked That's him what I was out. Yeah. Knocked him the did fuck out. Did he fight him twice? No, he fought Woodley twice. Woodley twice, okay. Yeah. Knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, wow, man. It was it's actually a very, very good uh, little documentary. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes long. Fucking phenomenal. I saw it on there, but I just you, honestly, I'm not a Jake Paul fan. I'm not either. But I figured with this fight coming on, mm-hmm. I wanted to see what this was about. Just mm-hmm. I was I was on the I was on the treadmill at the gym. I was like, let me see what this is about. Dude, I'm telling you, you will have a lot more respect for Jake. So when you watch that fight Saturday night, it actually intrigues me more now like i want to see this now as a fighter i was i would i gained a lot of respect when he went the full eight rounds with uh with fury that that really impressed the shit out of me i was blown away by that so i just don't like him as a person i i just i don't even i don't even say i dislike him i just he's just not my cup of tea but a more power to him i get you yeah i get you because i felt the same way but when you watch this documentary you go okay Okay, I get you. I might not still care for you, but guess what? I respect you now. The fact that I even the fact that I even spent the money on this fight shows a level of respect I have for him as a fighter. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't even waste my money. I haven't spent money on a fight since the early nineties. You know, when I bought the a Tyson fight that lasted fucking a whole ninety one seconds and I paid 150 bucks for it. And that was back in the nineties, right? I'm like I'm saying Jesus Christ, that was a lot of money back then. That's why I'm saying you're gonna learn yeah. you're gonna you're gonna earn his you're gonna yeah. earn the respect. You're he's you're gonna respect him more if you watch this and you're even gonna say, you know what? Fucking money well spent. Definitely because I get it now. I get it. 
he's done he's full bore boxing he's actually quit the youtube thing he actually did all that shit none of that crap anymore he's a full-blown full-time training boxer yep and uh he actually him and his brother moved to they live in puerto rico and he does that because he's got they got their own place gym's right there he's got his own team it's fucking amazing he's made a business out of it well what's funny is i don't know how it happened but originally um logan paul was the one who wanted to fight nate diaz and it went from logan paul to a week later nate uh, or or the other paul jake paul was fighting him. i'm like wait a minute what the fuck because i watched the video where logan paul was like calling him out i want to fight nate diaz and then a week later, it was it was the other way around. It's probably because the WWE pulled that shit. Could have been because he's obviously under. Or Nate Diaz, like, there's no way I'm fighting you because you're fucking bigger than your brother, and you're probably just as good as fighter. I would think. Well, um, I think he's probably a better athlete the way he looks. Uh, athletic wise, yes, but uh, Jake's Jake's more talented, more built, stocky. Um, he's got the fighter. Uh, sh- uh, built now because he's full time training for it. Whereas Logan, he's more athletic. Like if you watch him in any of his ra- uh, his wrestling matches that he's done, especially against Seth Rollins, it's like holy fuck, this guy's flying around the ring like Rey Mysterio, dude. Seriously, mm-hmm. that's why his first major match he had, he fucking wrecked his knee, tore everything in his knee, <clears throat> but he made it through the whole fucking match and he did fantastic. Um, but yeah. So I, I I'm so looking forward to this match this uh this weekend. It'll be fun. Yeah, That's definitely. for sure. That's for sure. Got some people going. Did you ever invite I Robin in? Yeah. <laughs> I'll send him a message. Yeah. My phone don't die here very soon. I gotta go back up to the pharmacy here and get my uh Why don't why don't we just pills. Why don't we just post something on Facebook? Because I don't want a bunch of people showing up. Oh. <laughs> Let me be honest with you. I don't. I, I I'm probably gonna have to work in the morning, so I don't want a bunch of people showing up and I end up partying all night long. Oh, but, oh, you're yeah. not taking Sunday off? God, dude, I'm gonna go a week without pay. You know, because I'm going on vacation, and I already paid myself all my vacation. Oh, so I need to work the week. Eh, I guess I really don't need to. I have savings account, but you know, it's like I don't like to tape it, tap into my savings unless I have to. Fucking one day. Oh God, dude. Let me tell you something. I woke up this morning. I laid in bed for about 40 minutes contemplating if I want to go to work or not. And when I finally made my decision that I'm staying home, fuck this shit, I called my fucking back up. She's like, oh, I'm still in bed. I have vacation day today. I was like, fuck you. I had to get up and go to work. I can guarantee you right now, you could be saying that all you want when Saturday night comes. And we're going to be knee deep in beer and yeah, wings. And I you know. know what you're going to say? You're going to Which, by the way, I've got to pull those goddamn wings out of that freezer. Uh, yeah. I'm going to stick them in some water and let them soak. You should have just put them in the fridge. Yeah, I should have, but now it's too late. Now I'm going to send them in the sink and some water. Let them thaw out. That'd be it. Right. Thursday. This will be Saturday. I think about taking Saturday out, too, because i got to cook the fucking thing still. You should just take them all to work and fucking fry them up and throw them in the goddamn thing. Fuck that shit. I ain't bring him back. You lazy fucker. That's your problem now. <laughs> I keep, I That's why I gave him to you in the first place. So right. I had to cook him. Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, <sighs> man, what are you going to do? I'll, just throw, I'll, do I'll, 
I'll load up the smoker with one fucking layer, and then I'll throw a couple pans in the oven like I did last time. That should be enough. Don't need a ton of them. There can be that many people here. I hope. Who cares? All I know, bro, is I cannot wait to leave this goddamn city. <laughs> I bet. I think about it 24-7. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting married. I'm in this, like, mix of anxiety and excitement, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A little bit of doubt. Feel like the little kid when you're a little kid and get ready for Cedar Point. Think about how much money it's going to cost me, right? You know, I just can't wait to get the fuck out of here. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. Speaking of which, I wanted to talk about something else too. I want to talk about this whole Bud Light controversy. Jesus Christ! Again? Again? (laughs) Now what? I keep trying to wrap my head around what's going on here, right? And I'm torn about it in so many different ways. One of my biggest problems I have is with the cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. How we as conservatives, because we're conservatives, right? We as conservatives, we always bitch about the cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. Jason Eldine's a perfect example right now, right? Mm-hmm. He puts out a song that's nine months old. Wasn't no big deal back then. But then makes a video of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's a, everybody's in an uproar over it and they want to cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And we as conservatives are bitching and screaming and hollering how this is ridiculous that we're canceling him over a stupid fucking song. I, I feel the same way with Bud Light though, right? Jason Aldean had his view. Let him have his fucking view. Bud Light had their view. Let him have their view. I don't understand... The cancel, how you enjoy something your entire life and walk away from what I feel is just something extremely silly. It's real simple. It's, 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 it's simple in my mind. People feel entitled that their opinion means more than anybody else's opinion. I know. And they're trying and it to bothers force, me. And it force, they, they try to force it on you. And it bothers the shit out of me. Yeah. I and I have purposely kept drinking Bud Light. Number one, because I love it. Mm-hmm. I've drank it my whole life. Since I was a teenager, I've been drinking Bud Light. I love it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like it. If you don't like it, don't fucking drink it. I don't give a shit. Right. Right? I'm not going to give up my, something I enjoy in my life because of something so silly to me. Yeah. So I just, I'm having such a hard time with this. And I, and I have it from, again, we as conservatives, we bitch and holler, well, this it's unfair. It's unfair that Joe Biden's not getting prosecuted like Donald Trump. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. It's unfair that, you know, well, we're, we're, we're canceling this and we're canceling that. And, you know, we, you know, it's fucking ridiculous that we don't stand for the national anthem. We do all this stuff. And then we fucking do the same thing that they're doing to this person. Or to this company, yeah. right? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. It's just silly to me. It, it, and I'm struggling with it. Well, At the same time, I understand 
I don't, I guess I don't even sound, I don't want to say I understand because I don't really understand. No, you don't. But what you're doing is you're allowing it to get to you rather than just letting things happen with what's happening right now. Because guess what? Because of Jason throwing this song and making this video, it's now the number one song in America. And it's the most praised fucking song out there. And guess what's happening in the Bud Light? They're losing billions of fucking dollars. It's the conservative side of everything is the ones that are hitting their point, hitting their, hitting their views, hitting, hitting everybody's liking. You know what I mean? Everybody's sick of that cancel culture shit. Mm -hmm. That's why you're seeing shit like Jason having the number one song out there. That's why you're seeing these people rise up in the fucking stores and beating shit out. They're just, they're tired of the bullshit, the liberals, liberalism bullshit. They're tired of that fucking, that side anymore. Yeah. So there it's, Everything's taking a turn now. That's why you just let it happen. And with that said, as much as I don't understand the Bud Light thing, I do understand the Target thing, right? Because now you've got a company Mm -hmm. who is is promoting fucked up shit on children. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That I have a serious problem with. Oh, yeah. And I refuse to shop at Target because of that. What you want to do as adults and share with adults and create for adults, you like Bud Light. If Bud Light thinks that they want Dylan Mulvaney to be the fucking voice of their fucking beer, I think it's a stupid idea. I think you're you're losing the connection with what your what your beer's built on, which is you and I, mm-hmm. the middle class man who who is into big titties, pussy, partying, college, frat houses, and all this other. That's what Bud Light's built on. Fuck, that's what Old Milwaukee's Best is built on. That's what goddamn Miller Light's built on, right? Built on the it's blue beer. Co- the ble- built on the blue collar working. Right, class. right. Gays aren't running around drinking Bud Light, right? Some of them probably do, I'm sure, but the vast majority of them aren't. It's not what's building your brand. So, from a marketing standpoint, it's probably stupid, right? I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on what sold my beer for me, yeah. which is why you don't put a woman. No offense, ladies. We don't put a fucking liberal woman in charge of a fucking the number one beer brand in the world who's been built by men, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's built it. Men. Right. You market the men. You don't market the gay men, tranny men, or whatever the fuck she is. Whatever. But if that's what you want to do, have at it. I'm going to keep drinking. I don't give a fuck. That's not why you drink it in the first place. Drink it for your commercials. But again, on the target end of things, you're targeting children not only are you targeting children, you're tar- targeting fucked up parents. Yeah. Right? That are okay with doing shit to their children. That they shouldn't be doing. For me, there's a major line difference there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and maybe I'm looking at this from a fucked up point of view. Maybe other people, the way they're looking at the, with the Bud Light thing, they're looking at the same way I'm looking at Target. I don't see the same thing. I don't see it being anywhere near it. But, hey, listen, you have at it. Uh, I don't want to. I would never want to. Thank God I don't have a kid right now at that age, like five, six, ten. Oh, God. Going to Target, buying them new school clothes. Yeah. Uh, hey, where's my boy clothes at? You know, where's my, where's my sports shirts 
Yeah. Where's my, where's my superhero shirts? I've seen the shit that they got out there. Mm-hmm. Talk about feminizing boys. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I've seen videos of, of, of women who are like, look at this shit. This is in the boys section. I've yeah. seen all the crap that's being made. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you, Target. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Well, obviously we know what's wrong with them. You know. It's the people run the company. Yep. You know. And I and what really boggles my mind is the fucking shareholders. Dude. If I'm a fucking major shareholder in Harris Bush, somebody's fucking head is rolling, bro. Mm. Mm. Let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you how to fix by the way. The brand as a whole. You know what you do? You hire me as your fucking new CEO. Who? Me. Oh. Jeff Jones. Tom Adelinski. The Jeff and Tom Bad Conversation Podcast. You put us in charge of that shit. You know why? Because we're going to bring back the blue-collar look. We're going to bring back your customer base. You know what else we're going to do? We're going to say we're sorry. Right. We're sorry. We're not sorry for what we did. We're sorry if we offended you. We didn't mean to offend you. We were trying to be inclusive, but we understand your feelings. And we're sorry if we did that. Let's move on and let's have some goddamn fun. Bring on the bikini girls. It's time to fucking party. We're going to go back to old school marketing. We're going to hit the fucking trail. We're going to hit the fucking colleges. We're going to hit the fucking universities. We're going to hit the bars. We're going to make a fucking tour across this country. And we're going to fucking blast it back into business. And guess what? You know who's going to be with us? It's bitches in bikinis with... Absolutely. We're going to have a fucking line of buses. Right. With Bud Light crop tops and little Football players. Buses. Construction workers. Yeah. We're going on a fucking blue collar tour. Men and women. Right. We're going on a blue collar tour to bring this brand back. Right. Bud Light, if you're listening, call us. <laughs> I'm serious. Right. There's, this else. is the only way. And you fire the fucking current CEO... Which and the entire mark and the and the I don't did they I if they didn't well head of marketing I think they got she well she I, just I, disappeared yeah she disappeared. I think she's probably in a fucking bag at the bottom of fucking oh, uh, Lake yeah. Mead somewhere right now they're gonna find her in a barrel oh yeah I think you're probably right on that yeah I know I probably would have <laughs> wow I've been like oh what is, thanks for the great work you did what are you gonna put on <laughs> your fucking resume for your next job. Mm. I killed the number one. I as Mar- I was head of marketing for Bud Light, and I killed the number one beer brand in the world. And you know what's for fifty cr- years straight? What's funny? with one commercial? Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> crazy about that is, so my beer drivers that come in. First of all, uh, Anheuser driver, you know they get paid by the cases. Yeah. And my driver was losing. He was up to like $2,000 a month. He was losing. Wow. Yeah. To a point where I told you, uh, remember when uh, our friend Ann said that she didn't buy Bud Light for like six weeks? Yeah. That was her number one seller at their place. And Every bar. And it, us too. Like, still even today, we, it depends on week to week. Some, we might go through some, but our Miller brand, it's through the roof. Oh, oh shit, dude. So what's great? But it tastes like shit. Oh, I understand. God that. damn. But what's funny is my driver, great dude, super fucking cool dude. So I said to him, I'm like, so one week, you know, we go through 
just telling you what we put in our cooler for our outside bar per week. We would have five cases of Miller, three cores, and I don't know. Uh, I can't remember if we had anything else. Those are the main ones. We'd always put that out there. That beforehand, we'd have maybe one cores, three Miller. Now it's bumped up to, I think today we put in there like seven Miller and five cores. And I'm like, dude, how do you feel about this? You got to be making more money. He's like, fuck this shit. I was so used to so long for having a nice, easy fucking schedule. I made decent money. Bud Light killed us. He's drinking Bud Light. You kidding me? Yeah, just, yeah. just so we don't have to this do any work. This motherfucker, he's like, all of a sudden I got kegs galore. I got fucking cases. These people are killing me. I said, but you like that paycheck, don't you? He's like, yeah, I do like the paycheck. But fuck, I'm not used to it. <laughs> he seriously was telling me that. I mean, his his paycheck has gone up immensely. But I'm sure. His, but his work has gone up. He's like, fuck, dude. I used to have only like so many cases on my truck and now that's basically doubled and the kegs have doubled and I got to fucking drag this shit in. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that pay has got to be good though. Yeah. But still, man, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up that it was such, that was such an impact. Yeah. That hardcore of an impact blows my mind. Blows my mind. I thought, eh, whatever. This will last. Honestly, I thought it'd be very beyond. Oh, oh last a week or two. I mean, we, for, when it first happened, you, we talked about it on here. Yeah. yeah. We're like, like hey, do you know what's going on with this Bud Light thing? It's stupid as fuck. I yeah. don't get it. It'll be over next week. Yeah. Still. Now we are fucking months later, and it's, it's worse than ever. <laughs> it's like. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I it's unbelievable. It's just, I don't get it. Yeah. But the offer stands, Anheuser-Busch. Call us. But I've got a great plan for you. But we I can turn this thing around. I, I, again, I love all the the woke wokeism and all the liberalism. Everybody that is pushing this agenda is losing money left to right. The whole fucking uh, even movie studios, you know, goddamn uh, any of the like Netflix and all that stuff. All these, all these. Like that movie, oh, what was that movie with Jonah Hill and that one? Terrible. Fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I know about? what you're talking about. Yeah. Came it's, out last year. Dude, it, it, with Eddie Murphy, yeah. such wokeism yeah. in that fucker. Stupid. As soon as it was over, I was sitting next to my ex because we watched it. And I went, was that full of wokeism or what? She was like, fuck yes. Bizarre. And we, we weren't even thinking that it was going to go that route. But like even the whole Barbie movie, which is... For some odd reason, make a gazillion fucking dollars. Oh, my God. That's so pure wokeism. It's not even funny. Really? Yeah, that's what I was told. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of these studios that are losing money because I'm they surprised can't. the feminists aren't fucking pissed about that show. Yeah. But, like, the whole uh, Disney, like, a lot of the Disney cartoons that they're doing these days, Jesus Christ, they're tanking. Tanking. Well, they have men dressed up as Cinderella down at fucking Disney World, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so bizarre. Oh, it's I don't insane. I don't understand the whole. <sighs> but the good, like I said, the good thing about it is, the people are rebelling against it, saying it's wrong because e- even if they keep hearing, we keep hearing this shit on the news about how yeah they keep pushing, pushing. Guess what? The people in general 
the civilians are being like it's shown in their money because your your fucking companies are losing yeah. millions of fucking dollars. Yeah. So guess what? That's what's happening. Yeah. And that's why today I even heard on the radio that like Disney and who's been the one who's really taking a fucking hit. They are taken back. They're, they're slowing down on their whole production of Marvel and a lot of their stuff because they, it's at a time where they need to watch their money. Well, are you kidding me? Well, look at ESPN. Well, well I'm just saying it, it, it. Yeah. But in general, why do you have to watch your money? Your fucking Marvel movies. Literally, were blowing fucking people out of the water. They were until Disney bought them. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Which then, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, you've got these Disney cartoons that they keep putting out, and it has all this fucking wokeism in it. And, yeah. and parents are like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Don't push that shit in here. We're trying to, this kid wants to go and enjoy, like, the little fucking But they listen to, the, the problem is they listen to, the loudmouth parents who say how wonderful it is, yeah. right? Yeah. And the media who they say how wonderful it is. Yeah. You know, it comes back to the whole thing. It's like, it's like, you know, with race or with homosexuality. Don't, I don't want you looking at me as being black. I just want to look at me as being a person and then say, well, we got to do this because I'm black. All right. Don't look at me as being gay. Well, we got to do this because I'm gay. Or you, you, you go into a fucking pride parade and these fucking dudes are running around dressed up in fucking rainbow fucking bikinis and shit. What about that is, is gay pride? That's stupidity. Yeah. It's not, you should be, you look like a fucking moron. You don't look like a queer. You look like a moron. Yeah. Stop it. Right. So. Have you ever see the video of the guy, of the black guy who identifies as a white man? Yeah, <laughs> and it's you know what? Listen, it's funny, yeah, right? Right. But there's so much truth to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <sighs> I just thought it was funny, and then they talked to his mom. I believe it is. Yeah. And they're like, "So, what do you think about this?" She's like. What do you mean? What do I think about yeah. this? <laughs> what part of this white does he look? <laughs> yeah, right. He's got the little mini dreads. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh my God. I love when you see these like videos of these like what is a woman videos, and when it's all done, they're just like they don't know what to say. They're dumb. They they they're dumbfounded. Right. They their their arguments have run out. And I just, I don't know how we got to a point in society where we're, I really don't understand how we got to the point in society where feminists are defending men pretending to be women and taking away the rights of the women that the feminists have worked the last 200 years to, for the feminists to get in the first place. Oh, yeah. That, my friend, is fucking liberal marketing 101. I mean, if you can sell that to a fucking feminist that a man should dress up like a woman and have every rights that a woman has in the first place, at the same time, they're, they're, these same feminists are talking about how fucking men are mansplaining to them. Fucking God, man. How fucking stupid can you be, people? Luckily, that's starting to slowly take a turn. <sighs> Is it? Yeah, because there's, there's some 
there's some states out there who are banning that shit. Being like, no, uh-uh, that ain't happening. You're not taken away. You, that's not having in our state. We're not allowing men in our women's sport. Right. Fuck you. Right. Are you kidding me right now? Right. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm here to kick some. I'm here to kick some ass. (laughs) Doesn't mean when I came not to reveal myself. I'm here. I'm not here to talk about my transition. (laughs) I'm here to kick some ass. (laughs) Still a great fucking. Still fucking probably the funniest episode of South Park. (laughs) One of them funniest bits ever. (laughs) I'm not here to talk about my transition. I'm coming here to kick some fucking ass. <laughs> Greatest one ever. Greatest oh, one. Oh, yeah. I, w- I wish Randy was alive to see that. I, I would love to hear what he had to say. <laughs> what I think he was alive when that came out. I don't know, because Randy's been dead for a while. Oh, but I, that, that episode's been out for about five or six years. Yeah. That wasn't like a new episode. No, but it, but I think Randy was dead. He might have been. Yeah. He might have been. Yeah, I actually think probably deep down because from what I heard, I heard Randy was actually a really, after he retired, he's really calm and 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 kind of a nice guy. But I heard some stories about when he was. He's probably borderline homosexual himself. I mean, I, I, I tend to think most of those wrestlers are borderline homosexual. Oh, I don't think Randy was. I think Randy was pounding fucking vag left to right. Yeah, might have um, been. Might have been pounding both. But uh, yeah, I, I heard some when I hear wrestlers talk about like Randy and how intense he was as a wrestler. Like I remember hearing Rick Steamboat talk about and how they made the WrestleMania three match. You know that one of the greatest matches of all time. Mm-hmm. Like literally, Randy and and Ricky had literally written from the very moment they got in the ring like a thousand steps and. They would, Randy would call him at like fucking three in the morning. Say, hey, what do you think about this at like number 52? What do you think we do this? And you turn it. Ricky got like sick of it. Like he was like, dude, Jesus Christ. But that's how intense he was about it. He wanted to make it the perfect fucking match. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when I heard like Jake talk about fucking Randy, when Randy got bit by the snake. Yeah. And he, he was yeah. on Joe Rogan yeah. talking about that. Yeah. He's like, what about the snake? Has that thing been fixed? <laughs> yes, fixed. <laughs> and then I'm going to need you to let that bite you first. Yeah, man, no shit. Made it, him bite Jake first. I was like. That motherfucker still had teeth. It may not have had fucking venom. Yeah. But it had teeth. Fuck and you. And those teeth ain't little. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think Hulk Hogan tells a story about him and Andre. How Andre hated fucking Macho Man with like everything in his soul, and like whatever match they had, like Randy was like you know trying to, hey, what, what are we gonna do here? And Hulk or Andre was like, just shut up, I'll do it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to hear Hulk Hogan talk to like, make like impersonate uh, Andre the Giant yeah. is like perfectly spot on, right? You know, and uh, he's like, yeah, Andre hated fucking Macho Man when they got in the ring. You like fucking like try to choke him out, choke him to death. And you know what? You yeah. can see that. Bam Bam Bigelow, too. He fucking almost killed Bam Bam Bigelow and choked him to death. Did you see Bam Bam Bigelow, Dark Side of the Ring? No. Oh, you got to watch it. Good. He talks about, uh, yeah, he talks about the uh, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, him and uh, Andre in the match. And literally, Andre wrapped his fucking 
his that strap he had over his chest, wrapped around his fucking neck, and like just straight up choked his ass out. Wow. And Bam Bam thought he was gonna literally fucking die. And if you watch the like the match, I mean his fucking face is purple, bro. He is he is like at death's door. Andre's like, I don't care. I'll kill that motherfucker. I Give me some vodka and some beer. I think it was Bam Bam that was telling the story about how they were in a match and Andre had drank and ate a ton the night before and he shit on him in the middle of the match. Like literally diarrhea. Like pinned him in the corner. Oh and like my just started God. Can you imagine that? Oh no. I can't remember if it was Bam Bam. The smell of that shit coming out of that big motherfucker. Yeah. Or maybe it was Jake. Jake the Snake, I think it was. Jake the Snake was talking about he did that to some not to Jake, but to somebody else. Yeah. I could have swore it was Bam Bam, though. I think Jake told the story about how they were in a van ride, too. Yeah. And they were, like, on a three-hour... Jake hour... had to drive him. Yeah, and, and he, he drank, was... like, fucking four cases of beer in like, yeah. in, like, two hours or something like that. Yeah. He's like, there's no way you drank all that beer. And I was like, eh, doggone. That guy... Didn't piss. Four cases of beer didn't even take a piss. That guy... Well, he still... Can you imagine me? Water. I'd be back there. I'd be, like, hold my cock and be fucking spraying everywhere. I think there was that story about him at that bar, at that hotel bar, where he consumed like forty-eight beers and like a couple bottles of wine. Yeah, just in a fucking sitting. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? As big as he was, that forty-eight beers and three bottles of wine is like us sitting at the bar drinking ten beers and. Well, not only that, but his metabolism was like fucking a million miles. That's what I'm saying. An hour, too. That's why he was so fucking big. Jesus Christ. It's a metabolic issue. So he would just burn that fucking shit off faster than he could drink it. Well, that liver had to be about the size of my fucking chest. What did he die from? Had to be fucking liver disease. (coughs) I think his body just gave out in general. Well, in fact, shocker. You drink that much fucking booze at one time. Yeah, well. On a daily basis. And then you just, he had that. I mean, his body was just gigantic. Gigi- yeah, he just it just gave. It's just yeah. everything started failing. It's not like he took care of himself. Well, and he was shrinking too at the end there. He just, you know, he just couldn't bear the body couldn't bear the weight anymore. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And the, and his and his organs just gave out. I just read something last week. I think Hulk Hogan has shrunk like six inches. That doesn't shock me. From all the fucking injuries to his back and shit, surgery, spine collapsing, hip. Hip replacements yeah. and stuff. And he's getting married. For a third time. Fuck, what is wrong with that guy, dude? I don't know. He just can't be alone. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I'm still tapping ass. Let me tell you about my marriage. <laughs> and you know what? People still are infatuated with Hogan. They are. Oh. Well, I mean, from a wrestling standpoint, he's one of the greatest of all time. I get Not it. from a technical wrestler, from a personality standpoint. Oh, right? I, I get it. Now, I was never a big Hogan fan. I wasn't either. Um, but from, I mean, dude, the guy was fucking king of marketing, bro. Everything he did, touched turned to gold. I know. Fuck, when he went to WCW, Jesus Christ. When he became the bad guy. Dude, that's that set shockwaves around the world. Dude, that was, dude, I'll never forget that. That was not even. You didn't have to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. When you found out the Hulk Hogan went bad, yeah. everybody in America the next week turned on that fucking TV to see oh, what absolutely. happened. Absolutely, it was like one of the highest rated TV shows of all time. I know I did because I wasn't even into W. I mean, I paid attention, 
but I wasn't like watching it weekly like we were watching WWE oh, no. at the time. No. And then all of a sudden I remember hearing that whole Hulk Hogan, Hogan became a heel. Hogan turned on Macho and is part of the NWO. And I went, What? The NWO? What the fuck is this? And that following week on WCW, dude, Nitro just went boom, skyrocket. Just went nuts, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew about the Outsiders. Yeah. I thought the Outsiders were sweet, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck. they were, like, coming out with Dude, bats. Kevin Nash is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I just thought him and Scott Hall just together was such a great team. They were such badass. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck yeah. Hey, yo. You know? They were, like, they were being the, the DX of WCW for a moment. They were being brutal. Well, they were before DX. But not even D I won't even say well they were, but I I'm I want to say Unfor- DX copied um, the NWO, which uh, was kind of sad. No, how no, this mm, who do I want to think of? Well, these these guys were afterwards too. But they basically you you wanna see these bad motherfuckers come yeah. walking out of the fucking yeah. audience and yeah. you go, oh shit, what the fuck's gonna happen? Yeah. All hell's gonna break loose. Yeah. And that's when you see, you know, yeah, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall totally changed wrestling. Oh, it went from it went from it went from junkyard dog hillbilly gym kind of shit to um at the Attitude Era. Yeah, right. That's what that's where the Attitude Era came from was trying to mimic what WCW did with the Outsiders. So it was totally they totally changed wrestling. They well they totally changed WCW in, in general, and I think that that. Both companies just kind of realize, oh shit, what can happen here? Yeah. Then you got Stone Cold. As soon as Stone mm-hmm. Cold, fucking, you just got Stone Cold. Then you got Hogan Rock. over here, The mm-hmm. Rock, and, and Undertaker. Yep. Everything just went for both companies. Everything just skyrocketed. Yep. That's why us, when we lived together at Burton yeah. Arlington, fucking every Monday night, dude, yeah. we were flipping between. But that channels. was, you know, the dumbest thing that ever happened was Vince McMahon buying the WCW. Oh yeah, killed it. Because you killed your competition, and your competition is what drove viewers mm-hmm. in that industry. Yep. And it was just, it was stupid. It was so stupid. Yeah. You know what? Even if they went, if it, what, even if they wanted to buy it and they bought it, they should have kept it completely separate. Absolutely. They should have paid the. They should have played this thing where Shane McMahon went and bought the WCW, and now it was father against son. And that's what it was. You remember? It was at the very beginning. It, right. Right, and then they merged it all together yep. and made it stupid. Yep. Right. It was just dumb. And honestly, just like you were getting along the, uh, the line there, even if he, even if Vince did buy it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't say nothing about no, it. No, don't. don't. Yeah. Let, just be like... Start another company. No, no. Start, another, start no, another company. No, no, no. Just let it continue. Let that fucking... Well, that's what I'm saying. Just Start another company that Shane McMahon owns, and you just fucking have at it. Just, I would have just said... Let it be as if Bischoff still owns the fucking thing and runs it oh, and yeah. still have the fucking competition. Yeah. Just make it, just let it continue. Just yeah. let that shit go because it made yeah. everybody pay attention. You know, especially it like, did. especially like if you remember when Nitro, hey, don't change the channel, even though Mick Foley just won or Mankind just won the championship. Stay right <laughs> here. We're gonna be, and you're like, yeah. What? You motherfucker, what? You, like, you oh, well, now we don't got to turn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> but we did, and we're like, oh, he did win. Now, what the fuck's happening yeah. in this? Yeah, and it was it was like the first time that you heard these companies talking about each other. Yeah. Right? That's what was crazy. Yeah. 
you know, you always back in the day, we had WCW, the NWA, right? Every Saturday morning, you never, ever would ever hear of those companies you mentioned the other ones. Yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, the outsiders come over and they start dogging the WWF, WWE, whatever. And that's what like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah that was so cool. Yeah. That was a good time. Good time in wrestling. I seen speaking of wrestling, I just see Rob Van Dam is back in wrestling. Is he really? He's in AEW. He just showed up last night or oh the night before. God. I know. I know. I was never a Rob Van Dam fan. Ever. Here's the thing. I love his athleticism. I in do the too. Ring, it's amazing. But I think his the persona that they threw with him. Yeah. He made him sound like a dumb stoner. Yeah. He was just a complete douche to me. I just, nothing was like. Uh, uh, no, I'll tell you this. When he was in ECW, when ECW first started, I loved his, like, he was like. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's where he got his shit. I mean, ECW, I don't know if people really remember what ECW was about. Wow. Hardcore shit. That was insane shit in the first. Like, I know. Year. I'm really surprised that ECW didn't go bigger than what it did. It started to. It started to, and it just fizzled. It, well, well, I don't think they had the money. And all their stars, they were being hacked, right? They were being pegged off by the WWE, oh, WWE yeah. and the WCW. That's when they started. Hardcore Holly, he left. Um, Rob Van Dam, he left. Um, fuck, Bam Bam Bigelow went to ECW for a while. Yeah. And, and fuck, he actually, Bam Bam Bigelow was kind of what made the w, the ECW what it was. And then he went right back to went right back to WWE. Well, I think or WCW was it? I think uh, who was it? Shane Douglas. There was a Shane Douglas that he went. Well, Sabu and to me, Rob Van Dam really made it. Uh, uh, what's his fact? Taz. He made it, but then Taz yeah. went to WCW. Right, and it's like, well, what? And then you had the Dudley Boys. They were on ECW. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and they were bad as fuck Dude. on ECW. Oh, yeah. They were fucking some hardcore shit there. That was some insane stuff. Yeah. And then you got them. Yeah, you brought them to East or WCW. WCW, yep. And then when they went to WWE, yep. it's like, I mean, everybody yeah. fizzles. You know, there's cert- there were certain guys that were made for ECW, and they tried them in these, and it just didn't work. Yeah. You know, the only ones that really stuck around that I really enjoyed watching was like Sabu, Sandman. Sandman and Sabu were. Fucking intense motherfuckers, yeah. man. They were crazy. Oh, and can't forget about um, New Jack. Remember New Jack? No, I don't. Oh, my. The black guy? Yeah. The gangster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. one that, like, literally stabbed that mother. You ever watched that dark side of the ring? I did not. Watch that dark side of the ring. I watched it at your place. Um, I watched it at your place at your apartment. I don't remember where you were doing. I think you might have went to bed, and I just stayed up watching it uh, when we were doing when we were bar hopping. But that dark side of the ring, dude, like he legitimately fucked people up. Like there was that one, there was that whole deal with the. Um, there was a kid, or no, this kid pretended that he was like a legitimate wrestler, big kind of stocky kid. And they let him come in to wrestle like New Jack because of some, I can't remember the whole story behind it. I see it, but I can't. Well, he came in to the, to the uh, locker room and came to New Jack where New Jack was basically just going to fuck him up a little bit. And that's it. Well, he wanted to fucking make it 
this kid wanted to make it look like legitimate. He wanted to be like, I want to toss you around, blah, blah, blah. And back in those days was, that was a disrespectful thing to do in the locker room to like veterans. So what new Jack do literally split this fucking kid's head open, Hmm. took a real fucking pizza, fucking slicer, like a pizza roller sliced it across his fucking forehead, literally with gushing blood, dude. And then the one, the other one was the other guy who, uh, he threw off, they had a scaffolding match. And New Jack threw him right off the scaffolding to where he was two feet of going straight to the ground, and luckily he hit the mat. And I'm talking not scaffolding like 10 feet above the fucking ring. I'm talking that scaffolding where it was like up in the rafters. Yeah. Dude, he literally almost killed the motherfucker. And that was revenge. That was revenge from what this guy did to him because this guy accidentally fucked New Jack up in a match before. And it lasted almost a whole year or something like that. And New Jack got his chance back to fight this guy. And I think when they were up on the rafters, if I remember, New Jack had a, a stun gun and fucking, <laughs> and fucking <laughs> stunned him up there and fucking shocked this dude. And he threw him right off the sca- Like, what? New Jack just didn't give a fuck. Because you know what he was doing before the fucking before he walked out, he didn't. He was like, "Dude, I was doing lines of cocaine. I go out there. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I would never want to have any part of fucking New Jack, man. That guy was nuts. But I love New Jack because his whole fucking every time he wrestled, all you hear is that uh, that fucking song. That god damn it, um, um, oh, what song was that that he had? Um, Oh, Natural Born Killers uh, from Ice Cube and, and Dr. Dre. That's all that played during the whole fucking match. <laughs> That's all you hear. It's like, what the fuck? Is this ever going to stop? Nope. That's New Jack. But yeah. New Jack City, bitches. New Jack was insane. Yeah, watch that Dark Side of the Ring, man. I'll check it out. Ooh, it's intense, man. Like... They ever asked me if I was wrestling, hey, you want to rival? You want to f- have New Jack? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> that guy will legitimately, legitimately kill me. I ain't having any part of it. Yeah, I feel you. Well, one last thing. Football starts tonight. Mm-hmm. The NFL, even though it's the fucking clowns and the, and the shits. Um, it's here. Still football, baby. It's here. FanDuel, here I come. It's here. Oh, so they started the top 100 in yeah. the past like week or two. Yeah. They're down to, what are they down to? They got 30 more to go. I'm so shocked on some of the, the players that are already named. Don't tell me. I want to watch it. I'm just going to talk about my Steelers. Oh, okay. TJ Watt in the last couple of years been in the top 10. He's been like six and eight. He's not in the top 10? He dropped to 27. Wow. I can, okay, let's see. Not he had, and Still it, should be top 20. But, but I think what they do is they rate, because it's the players rating the players. There's okay. nobody else involved. It's just the players. Okay. So what I think they do is they probably rate them for the year before. Because last year, TJ was hurt half the fucking year. Okay. He was out, torn, pack, all that stuff. So I think that's how they go. Like, 
how did he do last year? And I think that's how they sure. ranked these players. No doubt. So, because it makes sense. Like, Lamar Jackson, just a couple years ago, was number one. Right. Won it. Right. He was way up. Lamar oh, Jackson did resign with the Ravens, right? Yeah. That's right. Okay. He's way low. Good. <laughs> I Good. mean, way low. Good. He deserves to be Dak, low. Dak, way low. You know, you got players that you were like, wow. Where's Jared oh. Goff at? Uh, shockingly, up there. Got to be. Yeah. Again, that's why Based I think. Based on last year, I, yeah, play to me. that's what I'm saying. I think that's how these players. Probably one of the most them. underrated quarterbacks last year in the NFL. Correct. Which I was, if I, I don't remember exactly the number, but I remember seeing it. I go, wow. Whew. I don't even think you were in a top 100 last year, you know? Probably not. No. Uh, but yeah. So uh, it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see the top 20, you know? Actually, I'm, the rest, top 30. I'm, I, I'm very dying to see who's up there because obviously we talked when about is it, it on well they used to have it on every sunday sunday night it'd be on nfl network well i think it was oh it's not an espn thing no they'd have it on I think NFL it was ESPN. Network. and i was talking That's about probably why i never see the motherfucker because it's done i'm looking on the wrong well, channel again i <laughs> they used to promote this to be a yeah. big thing yeah and all of a sudden monday when i was sitting at sidelines waiting for you or maybe it was sunday sunday or monday i'm sitting there and i'm like wait a minute they under and the bottom here they are they're showing the fucking top yeah. one i'm like what the fuck and i even asked bubba i said bubba did you know they started the top 100 they've already done the uh 60 100 through 60 he's like what so uh yeah when i was talking to him last night he was like all of a sudden he's like jesus tj's 27 i'm like what yeah, TJ's he's twenty seven in the top one hundred. I'm like, what the fuck they're doing it tonight? Hmm. So I don't know if they switched it around. I think it's stupid. Uh, but they used to make it every Sunday night. They would do like a couple weeks before the season started, like the preseason. They would do uh, two hours, and it would be the first twenty, and then the next week would be the next twenty. I wonder if it's on Prime. Week. I'll have to see if it's on Prime. I don't know. You don't have the NFL Network. I have. Sling. I'm sure I got NFL Network on Sling. Oh, you got NFL Plus? No. Like on your phone? No. It's five bucks a month? No. Oh, that's totally worth it because it's got all the NFL shit on there. Yeah. Um, And you get to watch a lot of the preseason games without your NFL, but yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see since Tom's out, he's gone. So you won't see him in the top 10. I'm just kind of interested. It's going to be interesting. But I am so ready for this fucking season. Oh, I'm so ready. And I love what I've seen about the preseason picks of Steelers. The guys on, on NFL Network were like, dude, Steelers are going to be a surprise team. The AFC gets seven spots. Obviously, both sides get seven spots in the playoffs. He goes, the Steelers will make the playoffs this year. And they were like, you do realize they're in the same division as Baltimore and Cincinnati and Cleveland. He's like, uh, two of them were like, Steelers are going to be in the playoffs. I'm telling you right now. I'm predicting it right now. I'm like, yes. I like it. I like it. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for the start. I'm ready for a start, too. It's going to be interesting to see how the Lions do this year. Even, But even Dan Campbell's like, dude, you guys got to stop with the hype. With, oh, the, with the hype on us. Oh, my God. You guys are way going overboard with it. You know, we're, we're a young team. We got a lot of work to do. They basically got to go to the Super Bowl. I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Exactly. 
They're like, yeah. As soon as Aaron left that fucking division, they're like, Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> listen, I think the Lions are going to be probably the best team in the NFC North, without oh, a doubt. Oh, they should be. Yeah, they, Minnesota, Minnesota might yeah, I was going to say, Minnesota's going to give them around for their money. They're the only team that would give them um, around. It's not going to be Green Bay unless Green Bay pulls off some kind of miracle with Jordan Love that I just don't see it being there. Not as first um, No. Um, Chicago, I think, is going to struggle. Again, my... Yeah, Chicago's got, although Chicago made a lot of great moves in the offseason. Uh, I'm not going to take that. anything. It's going to come down to quarterback play. Um, if he finally steps up and makes something of himself, if not, he's going to be sitting on the bench. I, just, I, think he's, I think they're going to struggle as a team all year. Yeah. I think with all the talent that they have, I think they're going to still struggle. I think offensively that the Lions will probably be one of the best offenses in the NFL this year. The problem is the same thing they had last year. They were the number one last defense in the NFL, and I don't see them making enough moves this offseason to make up for that that loss. So we're going to see. If, listen, if if they would have had a number 15 defense last year, they would have probably been in the NFC Championship with the Philadelphia Eagles. But they had the dead last defense. They could not stop a fucking – they could not stop anything. Squ- number one defense for almost the entire year. They had the best offense in the league. Well, you keep saying that they didn't do much in the offseason and draft to boost her up their defense. I actually think they did myself. I just, I just don't see it. I we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I hope. I hope you are right. I'm, I hope I'm blatantly wrong. I think. I think that they're going to be fine on defense. I mean, with a couple of their drafts that they had, the draft picks and the defensive players they took, the addition of some of the signings, Christ, you guys took my 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 fucking man, Cam Sutton, the one guy didn't want to leave Steelers. He's fucking over there. Fuckers. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, what what's really it's not, it doesn't give me pleasure at all because I'm sad I'm wrong or I'm sad I'm right. But this, uh, uh, what the hell is it? Is it Jameson Williams or? Jamal, what the fuck is his name? James. Jameson Wilson or whatever the fuck his name is. The wide receiver from Alabama. You drafted this guy with your first round draft pick with a blown out knee that did nothing for you the first year, his rookie season, which irritated the shit out of me. And did you see what happened today? He got in a fucking altercation with somebody and punched him in his face because he intercepted a ball from him. And was talking shit. He was a rookie talking shit to him. So he punched him in the face. So, and did he just, wasn't he one of the people got busted for the the, the gambling? Mm. Was he one of the people wrapped up in that? I don't know. I thought he was. Maybe I'm wrong. Either way, I'm not happy with it. I wasn't happy with the pick last year. The year before last, I'm not happy with the pick now. I don't know. I'll tell you what, these these, uh, training camps are fucking, dude, they got... I'm hearing about <laughs> Christ. Uh, and they said he's having a terrible training camp. So uh, Pickens, our fucking wide receiver, him and Porter have been going at it fucking on a daily basis. Really? Li- oh, my God. They're literally jawing at each other, fucking going head to head. But you got to like that. You know, it's like you got to love that. And I, love and I love the fact that that rookie's fucking growing some fucking balls and talking shit to. Yeah. Right? But what do you punch him in his face for? Well, that's a different story. You're going too far. Right. Let your fucking let your play fucking do the talking for you. No. Let your mouth and your play. Yeah. Put him in his fucking place with a fucking with a badass catch. You're just being a bitch now. So I, I just 
you know, and you're putting the fucking team at risk. Yeah. With your goofiness and what? So I I got no use for you. So I got. (sighs) Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back in about two weeks. Again, I'll be on vacation next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll see you soon. All right. Later.